look, this might not be the best podcast you've ever heard, but we think if you give it a listen, <laughs> I'm sorry. you might have an okay time. <laughs> I'm sorry. That one was good. Yeah, I can just mute myself. No, don't. No, just leave yourself in there. <laughs> There's a bug in there. I'm Sarah. I'm the producer. I'm not normally on this show. By the way, a producer doesn't really mean anything in this case. I just call myself that so that I can share my unsolicited opinion. Anyway, today I am guest starring on the show because Steve had to be out of town last week for a a silent meditation retreat. And he assigned Carl and I um, things to listen to in his stead. I listen to All Dogs, self-titled EP, and Kevin listened listened to... What did you listen to, Kevin? You just said Carl, and then you said Kevin again. You almost (laughs) had it. (laughs) I listened to Adam and his package, attention, blah, blah, blah. Do you want me to say it again and and not... No, I just wish that you guys could remember this. And also, spoiler alert, Steve's here. Hi, it's me. Okay, so who's going to go first talking about their things? Oh, Steve, you should go first. Tell us about your thing. Talk about. So it was a silent meditation retreat in Pine Bush, New York. And it was it's a beautiful retreat center. Uh, it's a Chan Buddhist center. So uh, it's a Chinese lineage. And there are, mm, I'm not sure how many monks and nuns I you don't see them every day. I saw maybe a couple monks and a couple nuns. Um, it's a really cool space and they are generous with it for a week at a time for different communities. And so they sort of end up uh, shifting the spaces they take up so that they're in smaller spaces so that we can use their amazing, uh, very wooden uh, meditation hall and it was cool it was uh my third time doing it and so each year i feel like i get even more out of it and have a deeper practice deeper experience um one thing that continues to happen every year is deciding who is going to be receiving death rays uh in the noble silence because in this case, it was three of us, uh, a Canadian that I had just met and a woman that had been both years previous. Uh, we had been both been for t- three years in a row and I had never spoken to her, but it's hard to, when you first get there and no, you're not in noble silence yet. And you're like, not, if you're not there with a friend, which I wasn't, it's just awkward. You're not sure who to hang out with. And so the three of us quickly were like, well, let's talk. And then it was funny because somebody not me. One of the other two people said, well, dinner's in 45 minutes and after dinner, we're going into silence for a week. So we better have a 45 minute conversation right now while we can. And so we all ended up standing there and it was fine. It was good conversation, but we were kind of in this place where newcomer, new arrivals had to walk past us to get to the dormitories. So we were jokingly saying that we were the welcoming committee, 
But joking about that aside, I was saying hi to everyone that passed by and like asking them how they were doing. And some people were very clearly not interested in even saying hi. Hold on. I, I need to understand how what level of awkward the 45 minutes of conversating was. was you know, it, it, like- wasn't, it wasn't that bad because the Canadian had um, quite a bit of experience and was like pretty knowledgeable. And so we were just talking about other retreats and different teachers. And um, yeah, it wasn't on a scale of one to awkward. It was a four. Um, so the people that didn't want to say hello and barely said hello um, were the villains. And I did, and I <laughs> had a vendetta. But so, And some of them, I was able to collect information silently collect information that uh, firmed my position. And for example, what kind of information is there any redeeming qualities that someone can, that you can identify on their bodies while they're meditating discreetly, uh, which will redeem them. Okay. Let's. Oh yeah. So one guy that redeemed himself seemed uninterested in saying hello. What a dick. He, I noticed that I had an inner, I didn't directly have an interaction with him, but when we came out of silence, I was in a vicinity and he just hearing him talk about how important, uh, Buddhism and recovery was to him. I completely softened and I noticed that he had a hearing aid. So I was like, it's totally possible. He didn't hear me say hi to him. Okay. That'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. So an instance where I was able to firm my position and, and be more confident that this person was a villain, uh, they sounded like T-Rex walking through the meditation hall. Everyone's being very gingerly and doing everything, uh, with care and quietly. And she's like stomping around like, it's, it was like Jurassic Park, it felt like. Did you see the cup shake with the water in it? I did. <laughs> it was green tea. You should have made the Jeff Goldblum like, oh. oh. I don't know that. <laughs> it's like, it's like it, it, he's in the yellow, the, one of those flying helicopters, helicopters, and he makes a noise like that. Uh, That's well, so- I believe you. It sounds very Goldblumy. So, yeah. Oh, and the other thing was also, uh, building bridges in my mind the if you'll remember two years ago the fire department was called um on night one before right before we went into silence and it was because uh i was accused of tampering with the (laughs) smoke detector in my room the uh grounds person kept saying you can't smoke in your room and i kept saying that's great i don't smoke (laughs) (laughs) but he didn't believe me. And last year I saw him multiple times and was like, I still hate that guy. I'm Mm -hmm. so mad at him this year. I saw the first time I saw him, I was like, I still hate you. And then I saw him, he was mowing the lawn for a straight, there's a lot of lawn. And so he was mowing grass for probably eight hours straight. Wow. And he just looked, there was something about seeing him on a riding mower that I just felt kind of sorry for him mm-hmm. and not, it's hard to describe. Like, um, I don't know if you guys feel this way, but 
I've, my mom has told me that she also feels this way. When I see people eating by themselves, especially at like a fast food restaurant, like that breaks my heart. And I just feel not sad for them per se, just kind of like sympathy is not right either. I don't know how to describe it, but I feel uh, feelings at them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a I, yeah. And I felt that way after seeing him mow the lawn and he passed me and I couldn't tell if his resting face <laughs> is a weird little smile mm-hmm. or if he was actually smiling because he saw me doing walking meditation. <laughs> I was like, this guy might be awesome. He just, he thought that I was breaking the rules and he's a stickler apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he doesn't I mean, have time the fire, for that. The fire department came again. Uh, this year, but I think they just have a temperamental alarm system. I just want to say, if you either of you ever see me at Taco Bell alone, just know that I'm in a I'm in a place of comfort <laughs> and relaxation. Yeah, don't look at me, but know that I'm not sad in any way. Okay, you only do that after I've gone to bed, so I would right, never. So you, you would never know that how happy I was in that moment. Also, you only go through drive-through. Right, but. Like you could see in my car, you could look in the car, be like, look at that. That's a man by himself in a Pontiac vibe from 2005. (laughs) Is he sad? He's holding a Chalupa and doing the Carlton. I don't ever get Chalupas, but how many bugs in there would you rate your experience? Um, Five. Considering I'd rather be on retreat than in real life. Five. All right. Thank you, Steve, for sharing your experience with us. Thank you, Steve. The pleasure is all yours. (laughs) Someone got laid off at... Oh, as you know, many people got laid off at my job, but this one guy who's, he's pretty funny and he was clearly hurt, but determined to like make a lot of jokes on his way out. He went around and shook everyone's hand and he told the business intelligence department like goodbye. And one of them said, it was really a pleasure to work with you. And he turned around and addressed the whole room and said, the pleasure was all yours. Yay. <laughs> what a boss. Yeah. So who's going to go first? Sarah? Uh, I'll go first. I feel like my review is weak. I don't have a lot to say. It's a pretty short album. Well, no, um, no, introduce yourself first and say, okay, it's a, transition into your part and say what you listen to. Okay. Everyone listen. It's 1013, which is three hours past my bedtime. So I have to go first, and I would like to talk about the band All Dogs. They're from Ohio, first of all, Steve. So number one, I don't appreciate lies. They're going to tell me you don't smoke, too? (laughs) I don't, and that's fine. That's like uh, debatable. I know that's what it says on Spotify. I mean, that band, so that band, it felt Philly-centric because Yowler is a Philly band centric project oh so that's the connection what do you mean connection to philadelphia yeah okay talk about uh so (laughs) so the ep that i listened to was four songs only and i wrote a haiku that's not really a haiku here it goes uh kind of like girl pool and a band i forgot to remember like a soundtrack of my 20s that's my little poem about it so at first for the first two or three listens i was like what does this remind me of and then i realized it was girlpool do either of you are either of you familiar with that band Mm -mm. heard of it maybe you played it maybe so i don't know that was that that's mostly how i felt about it i was like this is fun it's good 
It reminds me of a couple of other things. It reminds me of Girl Pool. And so I just give that album a 3.5. It was nice, kind of forgettable. But hmm. the good news is that I loved Yeller. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll take that. You recommended uh, All Dogs to me because you had asked me previously to listen to Yaller and I never followed up and did it. Um, so this was another attempt and it, and it worked your indirect uh, recommendation led me back to Yaller and uh, for that whatever reason, I found Yaller to be uh, like much more interesting and nuanced and, and fun. And so I give uh, Yaller 4.5. But that wasn't the assignment. <laughs> I know. I'm the producer. I do what I want. I guess you do. Also, I listen to these things in the car. Well, not only. My initial listens were in the car from Michigan to Delaware, which is a nine-hour drive at least. So, you know, naturally, if I'm enjoying something, and I was enjoying it, I just, I couldn't find anything to, like, really sink my teeth into. Um with the all dogs EP. And I eventually thought, well, maybe I'll check out Yeller. I've got six hours. And I did get really excited about um, that music. I think maybe because it's newer, right? Yeller is for sure Philadelphia. So perhaps it was a regional connection. But um, the singing was more interesting. It was less of that kind of like melodic girl voice over early 2000s guitar kind of strumming. Uh, you know I love me some emo. Yeah, that's true. You are a little bit more, you have a higher tolerance for emo than I do. That's also accurate. So mm. That's all, friend. That's all I got. I'm sorry. This is this is why I can, I'm the producer and you guys are the talent. Uh, have you listened to the first couple of reviews I did? <laughs> They were great. You know, as we say, we're all our own worst critics. <laughs> book, <laughs> uh, book, re book report record review is a, it's a style. We all have our own style. Yeah. I, I don't think that you should be ashamed or feel bad about it, Sarah. I enjoyed it. Thanks. And I learned something about that, that band and Yowler. Um, I would have been disappointed if um, you, it didn't lead to Yowler, but that's part of, you know, you can't, sometimes you don't know exactly why something is resonating so much and you're so excited about something and mm -hmm. um, you want friends to feel the same thing, but of course they don't always. Yeah. I learned right. that from sharing multiple records with you. <laughs> yeah yeah didn't like it and i now i don't not so sure i like you carl <laughs> <laughs> it's not that i didn't like it it's that i you just liked it okay that's fine no yeah, no, that's no. Fine. i think that if you guys listen to girl pool you would understand why like this particular kind of like flavor of music has already occupied like i already have an emotional connection with girl pool and this mm. is kind of another version of that so it's like, okay, this is interesting and kind of fun, but it just reminds me that maybe I want to listen to Girl Pool right now instead. Yeah, Does that ever happen to you with bands? Yeah, totally. So, so to you, it sounded like almost as if they were imitating or just trying to sound like them in a way. I don't think that they were necessarily because the music itself was um, sounded more nostalgic of the early 2000s. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why... For me, it felt like a band I forgot to remember. Like, 
I knew I hadn't heard them before, but it felt like I could have, or maybe I should have or something. It's kind of got a, uh, Rainer Maria. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It does. Um, whereas girl pool is a little bit, feels a little bit more contemporary, like right now ish. I'll uh, check them out. Well, maybe that'll be my recommendation for next week. We get to it. I think we established that you don't get one. Yeah, you said you weren't going to do it because if you add a third person, then it's confusing. I support that. I don't think it's necessarily confusing, but she's too tired to participate every week. (laughs) Yeah, she doesn't doesn't want to. I'd like her to shoot for... She's no longer uh, on the line, right? Yeah, I know. (laughs) Uh, I'd like her to shoot for once a month being on. I agree. Okay. Well, we'll have to ask her next time we talk. Sarah... Are you there? <laughs> Hi, it's me. What pain? What lemon jam? What if so- Susan Weed goes to prison and she has to like make nourishing herbal infusions out of like <laughs> just weeds that poke through the concrete in the prison yard? And then like all the women come to her. They're like, Susan, my back. And she's like, what pain? And then she has to trade it for like cigarettes and stuff. Is there no shorthand for those remedies? Does she say nourishing herbal infusions every time? She totally does because she also remember that she has a book called women's health, breast health, exclamation point. And she always (laughs) says exclamation point. She says it. She says it. Yes. That's amazing. I just want to point out that it's not if... It's when she goes to prison. <laughs> totally. There's multiple, there's m- multiple allegations and investigations about, about her, assault, like aggression. Yeah. I mean, she had to put a disclaimer on the application to her internship that she will yell at you. She's like, you had to tell me why you want to work with someone who may yell at you. All Did in you caps. apply? I was planning on it in the future for sure, but I don't know if I'm prepared to get choked out. Where is she based? In the, uh, New York, like, I thought. Yeah, maybe like upper upstate New York. Just so both of you know, in prison, a nourishing herbal infusion is something way different. <laughs> <laughs> you saw that on <clears throat> Orange is the New Black? No, I watch Locked Up Raw a lot on MSNBC. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Is it a? <laughs> is that a, a food show? No, it's not a food show. It's like the, this camera crew goes into a prison for like a month or something and they report what's really going on there and it, all the footage is raw. Locked up raw diet and macrobiotic. Herbal infusion. Well, thank you, Sarah. You are welcome. I had to mute because I had a cough. You don't have to. I, I edit all that out. Don't don't hide your coughs. But if you were, what if I coughed when someone else was talking? It, they're, they're good, all, but you're not that good. We have three separate tracks, so it's, oh. I, I, it's very easy. Oh, oh! Come on, producer. Have you okay, ever podcasted before? No. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. We weren't looking for experience. <laughs> My job was to convince you guys that this was a good idea. And um, you didn't. <laughs> I I was convinced from day one. Okay, Carl, go. So, I was not assigned a four-song album. My song, my album was like thirteen songs but i enjoyed it uh and it was called attention blah 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 by adam and his package also a philadelphia connection which i think you mentioned last week steve when you did the assignment and i just yeah i just want to point out the first thing that i thought when i heard 
his voice was, I, was I, I thought, oh no, the Panic at the Disco guy's got a side project. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't and, know what that means, but I don't like it. Yeah, well, his the Panic at the Disco guy sounds like that. I know that from driving to work in my little sister's car. And when she plugs her iPhone in and starts the car, it plays one of their songs. And I, uh, I just remember that. And I got really scared for a moment. Uh, but that passed as, as I listened to more and learned more about Adam and I feel his like package. It would be a love or hate situation with his voice. Yeah, and as I did some research, I found out that uh, that was a thing that some people felt some kind of way about. You know, throughout the six or seven years he was actively playing out as Adam and his package, and I was surprised strong to learn opinions. that. Yeah, strong opinions. Either some people thought that it wasn't it wasn't punk, it wasn't pure punk, it was. Uh, just kind of like him karaokeing over stuff that he had made and then just hit play on the package. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, but my opinion on that kind of a thing is if you're writing music, I don't care if you play it like that, you're still performing that takes guts that takes uh, a certain kind of person. Not everybody can do that. So just, you know, shut up. And I thought it was funny that they would stick him. um, I read they would stick him in between like more hardcore punk bands, which is just kind of funny. If you listen, you, you would think it was totally out of place. So that's neat. Uh, A couple of questions I had for you. Have you ever seen Adam in his package? I have, you know, it's funny. Um, my friend, John, uh, is, has been into him for a long time and recommended, or put it on maybe when I was around and this was maybe five years ago and I got, I got really into it, but I did see him in the late nineties and I thought it was awful. Like I was, <laughs> I was laughing at it. I thought it was so bad. Um, but of course that was before I was in a band with a drum machine and pre-recorded bass parts. Um, I was like, what is even happening up there? Like there's all this music, but it's just one guy. I think I probably thought it was a karaoke thing too. And now I love it. It's, it was interesting to learn that he, you know, he made all the the yeah. music. It's just, he used the package, which is what, like a f- four track, three track recorder. Uh, what is the proper terminology? Like a, some kind it's of a sequencer. Sequencer. Yeah. Thank you. So it just plays all of the tracks at once and then he just sings over it. So I've just seen other people do versions of that and I don't, um, I like it fine. I, I love it. Sometimes it's not a thing. That's not a thing to, uh, like or dislike about it for me. Like I saw Marnie Stern play, uh, tracks from her iPod and then mm-hmm. play guitar over them and sing, and it blew my mind. Yeah, and I've seen bands in San Diego do the same thing, and also yeah. uh, uh, on occasion when the bass player wasn't there, they played his parts through an iPod, and it worked yeah. fine. I saw so, uh, Sebado play in San Diego with uh, a boombox playing their drum parts. That's interesting. Yeah. After I listened a couple of times, uh, I, I did enjoy it. I, his voice, like although he's singing off-key a little bit here and there, and that's kind of like a shtick to it. He he does sing well, like well enough where I, you know, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, the thing that I noticed right away, too, after a few of the songs was that it seems like there's a lot of inside jokes that I'm not privy to. And maybe it doesn't make sense outside of his friend group or that that scene that he was in at the time. For example, do you know who any of these randoms are, either of you? 
Lewis, Darren, Steve, <laughs> Josh. Uh, also uh, on the song Mustache, Mustache TV, Josh Mills. I have no idea what that song's about, but uh, for me, sorry to cut you off, but for me, it uh, it just I, I was so uh, taken by how um, honest and sort of personal. And he doesn't shy away from things that aren't cool in a mm-hmm. song. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. And then other, there's another character mentioned called Boku. I think it's an anime character. I have, I have no idea, honestly. And uh, oh, Jan and that's the um, friend, dear friend, please stop smoking. Or mm-hmm. yes, that song's really, really touching. Touching. Yes. And then also Jan and Brian. And then at the end, Matt Worth. I, I I don't know. I think these are his friends. I enjoyed it. I think that's funny when, when people do that. Uh, and so the three songs that I added are the Palestinians are not the same thing as the rebel Alliance jackass. Sweet song. Um, friend comma, please stop smoking. Yes. And I, I professional gambler. Uh, the other things I want to say, yeah, it is great. The lyrics I thought, were very interesting because they could range from just kind of goofy, funny things like, uh, wouldn't it be funny if I married my grandma? Has ever, anyone else ever thought about that? Oh, that's that a song. song so, it's so sweet. Like <laughs> yeah, such a sweet song. At first you're funny. like, mm, this is not making me uncomfortable. It's weird. And then when it gets to the chorus and he's like, it breaks my heart just to see you alone. Grandma, less elope. Yeah. He just wants to spend time with her and share like the easy TV dinner meals with her. And Yeah. Uh, I forget what he says. Like I'll, I'll grow old and you can just stay old. Something like that, but phrase better. Uh, Paint the other, whole house purple. Right. Other songs. He's kind of making fun of normies and the fact that they don't understand him and his friends. He's getting annoyed at uh, at sports. Uh, people who are kind of politically and socially ignorant. He touches on that, having feelings about it, uh, having feelings about not wanting to have a kid, but now he does. So he's writing a letter to his uh, younger self. Um, so a lot of those things are still relevant today. And I think in any, uh, form of music or artistic expression. So I I thought that was pretty neat. I did write an, or read an article about him now. And I thought it was very interesting and funny to learn that he's now a physics and chemistry teacher, uh, in suburban Philadelphia. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is it, um, what is he at a high school or a college? I think it's a high school, but I don't know what high school. High school. Coolest teacher ever. Right. And so he, I guess he gets reminded of it occasionally because on the show, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, there's like a uh, Adam and his package sticker on the fictional bar. Oh, that's cool. And I guess when that show, The OC, was on Fox, the one of the main characters had a, a poster from this album that I listened to on his wall. So he gets mentioned, kids mention that still. So that's kind of funny. So you never know what your uh, chemistry teacher might have done. <laughs> In his mid-20s, mine did not do that. Yeah, I don't, I can't think of anything. Although my, um, my high school teacher was, uh, art teacher was pretty groovy and would, lives in Arden actually, if he's still alive, Arden, Delaware. He's alive. I don't think you know him. So how would you know? I just have a feeling. <laughs> oh, hi, Mr. Winterling. <laughs> we miss you. Hope you're alive. My, uh, high school art history teacher's husband was in, what was that band? tangerine something they're like um, kind of a is a delaware band yeah uh let's see 
I feel like it's on the tip of my tongue. Does it have orange in it rather than tangerine? Maybe it's orange. Orange. Listen to how you both say orange. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. I've heard so many good accents here. I got a lot to say about Delaware, too, but I won't talk about that. What was the name of that band? Smashing Orange? Yes. Is that the name of a band? I don't know. It sounds like it's Smashing I feel like it's too orange. close to Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, it sounds like you're not that oh, sure. Oh, yeah, that sounds like no good. Oh, wait. Yeah, no, that's a band. A man, the American indie rock shoegazing band founded in 1990 in Wilmington, Delaware. Is that the band you're talking about? Yeah, disbanded in 1995. And he was your teacher, your teacher's partner. Yeah, but he would like come by and visit. And she oh, was and cool and like solo? he seemed cool. What do you yeah. bring his guitar? Rob Montejo. Oh, I know who that is. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. So Mrs. Montejo was my art history teacher. She always wore cool glasses and she told me who Frida Kahlo was. I saw that band. I have not. But my my art teacher in elementary school gave us Jolly Ranchers. (laughs) (laughs) Like actual ones or they were like LSD? No, like actual Jolly Ranchers. (laughs) And her name was Mrs. Scarface. And I I couldn't I couldn't wrap my head around that. So I always said Scarface or Carface. And I didn't always get it. Did you understand the type of um, story that Sarah was telling about that teacher? What? Well, that they have a connection to something cool. <laughs> Steve is in a savage mood today. Savage love podcast. In in the Midwest, when a teacher shares something like a bagged candy with you, that's a special connection. That's what they call uh, suspicious on the East Coast. You know, with that kind of attitude, you're going to end up getting a lot of herbal infusions. <laughs> <laughs> to summarize, initially, the the voice of Adam and his package, initially his voice scared me. I didn't like it. I thought it was Panic at the Disco. Uh, then I really enjoyed it. All the weird video game e synth. So 4.5 bugs in there. Look at that. Nice. So let's talk about our uh, recommendations for one another then, Steve, if if you're prepared to do that. Uh, yeah. So. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, you go first because I have to pull something up. Sounds weird. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we're going to have you listen to a record again. Um, I don't. And you might have listened to this band, but since you did a, a Philadelphia focus last week, I'm going to do a Detroit focus. So. It's Proto Martyr's album, The Agent Intellect. Have you listened to that already? Proto Martyr, The Agent Intellect? Yes. I don't know. And the reason I say I don't know rather than know is because I had uh, a friend uh, recommend them to me in like about four years ago. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't remember what record. And I think I just listened to it like half of one time. So I th- I think that counts then. You can listen to this. That counts as not knowing enough about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think so. Okay. Um, cool. So one of uh, the uh, records that I have on my list is, um, have you heard Marty Stern? Nope. It's Marty Stern's record that's called This Is It, and I Am It, and You Are It. And so is that. Are you fucking serious? That's not the name of it. Is that real? Yeah, I'm not done. And he is it and she is it. 
and it is it, and that is that. That's the whole name of the record. I always think you're joking when you tell me these things. I'm not joking. Okay, I'll I'll do it. <laughs> Songs of the week. Songs of the week. Uh, I think as we are all aware, uh, the queen of soul, Aretha Franklin, passed away. And I would like to recommend a song called Ain't No Way off of the album Lady Soul. Um, Let's do um, Yowler WTFK. Yeah. That song is good, right? I support right? this. What kind of music is Yowler? It's like very melancholy. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Oh, because I, now I feel like everything you're coming out of your mouth is just... It's just caca. Doesn't that sound right, Sarah? Yeah. Okay. Sarah? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to recommend a girl pool song called Before the World Was Big. Sure. Uh, if that's what you want to do with your life. God, Steve, you, you went away to meditation and you came back in such a sassy, savage. No filter. That was the um, theme of the meditation. Remove filters. No, no filter. Okay. Yeah, I guess it was. Um, well, I'm, but I'm only adding it because I want you guys to listen to it. I like that it reminds me of the brand Whirlpool. <laughs> okay, time is recorded live with an app called Zencaster, and we're not always in the same place, can you tell? But we have a great time doing it, and I hope that you all enjoyed it as well. If you want to subscribe, you could do that on iTunes or Google Play. We'd appreciate it if you'd leave a review because it means a lot to us. Uh, it really does, and we would appreciate it sincerely. Our outro music and intro music, too, is recorded and provided by the Hokkaido Concern from Newark, Delaware, Newark's finest house party band that everybody remembers <laughs> and loves. <laughs> You can follow us on social media and ask us questions or just see what we do and the f- kinds of photos we like. Uh, you can follow me, Carl Grashit, C-A-R-L-G-R-A-T-I-O-T on Instagram, Twitter, or wherever, YouTube. I don't care. Has anyone? And also, no one has. Has anyone um, five-starred it? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, Ryan, Megan, Alicia, what are you waiting <laughs> for? <laughs> Listen, we don't call out our listeners. How many podcasts all know time. all their listeners? <laughs> we do we do and also if you want to follow steve ellis on instagram it's at hair fort like hair that you, you have on your head in a fort <laughs> we'll see you on the next one everyone okay, bye <laughs> bye